Guys, I'm bringing the party to you. Samsonite. I was way off. Hold on to your butts. Text, I'm not even mad. That's amazing. Great to have you on the Stephen Corson Show, where we like to talk about money, life, and everything else. This show is all about revamping how you think about money and how to use it to live the life that you want. I'm excited you made this show part of your financial journey. So let's get to it. Okay, summertime is officially here, and we are all sick and tired of being trapped inside. Um, I know I'm from Florida, so we've been a little bit more fortunate because our state opened up a little sooner than everybody else's, but it seems that everybody else knew that, and they've been coming to Florida. It's been unbelievable how packed our state has been everywhere. Um, But now all the other states are starting to open up. Uh, Countries in Europe are starting to open up. Like You're starting to see everyone um, not claiming the pandemic is over, but we've definitely got this thing under control um, to a certain degree, which is great. Now, this is why all that matters. Today, there's a massive money trap that is already happening this summer that I've started to see that I wanted to make sure that I threw this out there because I think that this is not just going to be about the summer. I think it's going to continue into the fall as well and probably, you know, really just for the rest of the year. And the money trap uh, is going to be traveling. Everybody is so sick and tired of being stuck at home. We are ready to get out. We are stressed. We want to just just blow off some steam, get to a beach, have a little sunshine, get that ski trip in, go up to the mountains, be away from people, be away from just your city, whatever it is, visit family. People are ready to start traveling. We are seeing the signs. We've been seeing the signs for months, but uh, only recently had I really noticed how extreme like it really was. Um, to give you an example, I was actually considering booking a cruise. I was like, hey, you know, if you know we've already had it or people are vaccinated or whatever the case is, I would consider a cruise at that point. You know, they're not locking people onto the boats anymore uh, for three weeks like they were before. So I was like, let me see if I could get a good deal. No, done. They're booked. Cruises are booked. So it's it's just getting crazy. So I, I want to talk a little bit about, I'm going to get into that in a second, but first I want to, I want to get into it. So like I said, Florida was cr- kind of a ground zero. Our My state took a lot of crap politically in the news media, different things like that. And look, you can sit and argue all the live long day about whether or not it was the right decision. Politically, a lot of people you know, tend to go back and forth with it. All I know is this, what we did when we opened up, it caused people from all over the country to come to Florida. I had people uh, that I work with who were stuck in Chicago, Philadelphia. We had been open for months. Kids were back in school, all these other things. And these people were still stuck in their houses with their kids stuck in there with them. I mean, like the effect that it's had on children alone is and what it's done to them when they need, you know, socializing. Um, I mean, I don't even want to get into it. So, but the point is Florida has been this ground zero to kind of kind of seeing like everybody's behavior and what they're going to be doing. So let, let me talk to you a little bit about what's been going on here. And like I said, I think that what's happening here is going to be a greater predictor for what is going to end up happening to the rest of the nation and, you know, all these other countries as well. So first off, Airbnbs, VRBOs, you know, any type of uh, home or apartment rental, they're all booked. And not only are they booked, if they're not 
booked and there is any availability, the prices are sky high. Now, there for Airbnb specifically, there is some reasons behind this with them going and having their IPO on the stock market recently. They do have to start turning a profit. And what a lot of these tech companies do is early on, they offer a service that seems too good to be true at rates that are ridiculously cheap. And they are too good to be true long term. And what they do is they take investors cash and then they just burn it for their losses. But they continue to do these low prices. So people like you and me um, just adopt it as commonplace. And then they slowly start raising their prices again. Well, now because they've IPO'd, they have to turn a profit. They've really turned up the heat. Um, I booked a play, tried to book a place that was $300 a night for three nights. I'm not great at math. No rocket science is here. But last I checked, three nights, $300, that was about $900. Okay. Taxes, some fees, maybe a cleaning thing. I'm thinking it's going to come out to like 1150. No, it came out to about $1,700. It almost doubled the price for cleaning and taxes and fees and all these other things. I I was shocked and I was like, I'm not paying to stay in this random apartment close to the beach for three nights for $1,700. I was willing to do maybe a thousand or 1100 or something like that, but 1700. That's stupid. So. I, I, we didn't end up doing that. And me and the wife, we were looking for a getaway, just like everybody else. We hadn't been able to travel much recently, been busy with jobs, yada, yada. We were ready to get away. Airbnb was not an option. I looked down the entire coast of Florida on the east and west side. Guess what? Booked across the board everywhere. Didn't matter which website, if it was Airbnb, VRBO, everything's either completely booked for weeks or it's incredibly expensive or both. So that was out of it. Next, hotels. I'm looking at hotels everywhere. Hotels are booked up. And then on top of it, when I'm looking at recent reviews, a lot of hotels, they're not able to offer turndown service. Um, you're not getting, you know, in room like uh, uh, like room service, breakfast, you know, different stuff like that. They can't offer that because they don't have enough workers yet. They've slowly reopened and now things are booking like crazy. You have the whole wage discussion going on to where people are still making a lot of money on unemployment with the additional federal benefits. So they don't want to go back to work because why would you if you're making the same amount of unemployment? There's a a lot of different things behind that. But at the end of the day, there's a labor shortage in hospitality. It's as simple as that. So we didn't really want to go and pay, you know, for these hotel rooms if they weren't going to be clean. So, okay, that kind of messed that up. So then we started looking, you know, do we fly somewhere? Do we, you know, maybe we should drive. Okay, well, we looked at that. Well, guess what? Gas has gone up 25% on average. It's different depending on where you are in in the United States. But on average, it's about 25% since January. That's pretty significant if you're talking about a road trip. Like all of a sudden, your, your, your gas bill has gone up pretty significantly. If you're doing any excursions that require gas guess like you know you're going jet skiing on a boat whatever the case is now all of a sudden those are more expensive because of that anything that you do that involves gas now the prices are going to be raised on that because they've been raised so gas affects more than just you know what you're putting in your car to drive to where you want to go it's making everything else more expensive too so that's gone up 25 percent just since january um and, and like i said in some places it's worse 
So then if you consider flying, well, what if we fly somewhere? Well, the price of a plane ticket, depending on where you're going, is roughly where it was before. It tends to be slightly a little higher from, you know, what I've my initial research uh, on it. So but the problem, the main thing that you see that's different when you go to look is that there aren't nearly as many flight options. My wife wanted to go up to Milwaukee to see her sister. And normally you can get a direct flight uh, out of Orlando, 250 bucks, no stops. Boom, you're, you're right there in you know barely three hours, something like that. It, that flight wasn't even an option anymore because even though prices are still roughly the same, the demand is increasing you know, more for plane flights, but it's not anywhere close to where it was pre-pandemic. So they've still got 50% of their planes that are grounded still. Well, guess what? They also put a ton of employees on furlough. So they're going to have to rehire a whole bunch of people too. There's a lot that's going to happen before air travel is back to where it was. And it's definitely not going to be cheaper than what it was before. So you have that to deal with. Even if you could get a plane ticket to go somewhere that was relatively inexpensive, you're probably going to spend more time getting there because there's less plane flights available. Therefore, you may not be able to, you know, travel during the time frame that you want could cause you to lose time, be there longer than you wanted to, maybe an extra night and you got to spend more money, whatever the case is. It's just another complication. So that's another issue that you have there. And, um, you know, then on top of all of that, on top of all of that, consumer costs were up 5% just last month. To give you an idea, we don't like to do 5% in a year, but last month it was up 5%. And that means that, hey, you're going shopping for some new clothes, you want to, you know, something to look nice on the beach or for a nice restaurant or whatever the case is, that all went up at minimum 5%. Food that you're going to buy anywhere you go just went up 5%. And, you know, it may not seem, oh, okay, Stephen, that's not that much. Okay, that's 5% last month, all right? If we include it over the past, we're looking at, it, like, consumer costs have gone up anywhere from 8 to 10% this year, depending on what you're looking at. So if you have a budget for a vacation of $1,000, your food prices, uh, anything that you were going to do, that's all gone up, you know, I'll go in the low and call it uh, 8%. Well, guess what? That's that's 80 bucks of your uh, of your budget for your vacation. That's gone now. It, it, you, you're not getting anything for that. So you've got to come up with that money elsewhere on top of the gas, on top of the ex more expensive stays, on top of everything else. So, you know, it may, it, like I said, if you have a budget for a vacation for $1,000, maybe $2,000, okay, let's call it $2,000. That's $160 that is automatically been taken away from you. You're not getting anything out of that. That's just consumer costs going up. And then, okay, let's say that you decided to drive. Uh, well, that's an extra $50 in gas because of the, you know, got a tank of gas there, take a gas back, maybe extra 50 bucks. So right off the bat, just in gas and consumer prices you, to, to get there and just do the same thing you were planning on doing on a $2,000 budget, you're looking at 200 to $250 of that just being gone. I mean, that is significant. So the point of what I'm trying to get across is that I get it. We're all tired. We're all you know, sick of being trapped in our city that we're at. We're ready to go see family. We're ready to go hang out with friends somewhere. We're ready to just go on an adventure, maybe just get somewhere away and just relax. And it's, it's going to be more expensive than you think. 
You can't just go and do this uh, without like actually planning it out. I'm sorry, you're you're going to overspend. So what I wanted to do is there are a couple of things I learned from when me and my wife planned our little three-day getaway. Personally, I consider three nights away a long weekend, four nights away is officially a vacation. So we technically had a long weekend, but it was fantastic. It absolutely needed it. We had a great time together, lots of good food, laying out the pool. So um, you know, uh, this is, but we had to really talk about it. We had to really figure out what it was that we wanted to do. So I wanted to share kind of the thought process of what we went through that number one, kept us on budget. Number two, um, allowed us to still have all the fun, uh, and relaxation that we wanted to have. Um, despite the fact that we ended up going somewhere that we had no intentions of going to whatsoever. So this is kind of what it looked like. We had asked these different questions compared to what we normally would do. And this is what we did. So the first one was, how much were we willing to spend on the vacation as a whole? What is our essentially what is our budget? What for the entire thing, transportation, you know, lodging, food, any excursions we want to do, whatever the case is, shopping, what is the total budget for it? So we came up with that number. Okay, this is what we were willing to spend. Forget where we're going. This is it. Okay. So now that we knew that. Then we had to kind of ask this question. We were like, what is this trip really about? Is this trip in a, more about adventure? Is it more about relaxation for us, considering it was a long getaway uh, or uh, kind of a long weekend, just three nights? I was like, I didn't really want to mix both. And we both kind of agree. We're like, we just want to relax. We, we just want to chill out. You know, it's it's been a long time, over two years since our last vacation. You know, we we just want to relax, catch up on some sleep, have some good meals. That was what you, you know, get some sun. Okay, that was good. So initially, we wanted to go to the beach. Uh, like I said, I told you the issues earlier. Like Airbnbs, couldn't find any, and the ones you could find were way too expensive. Hotels, most of them that were anywhere close to the beach were either completely booked or. And the service just wasn't very good or whatever the case was. So we had to start asking, is the beach really important to us this time? Eh, the answer actually was not really. Really what we wanted to do was just be somewhere by some water laying out in the sun. It's hot. You know, you got to be able to dip in and cool off. So would a really cool pool suffice? Yeah, a really cool pool would actually work. So then we started looking at different resorts and different things that weren't too far away that were in Florida. So then we were like, oh, okay, we found the Hard Rock down in Tampa. We can drive there pretty quickly. You know, they've got some cool games and different stuff. If you like to play a little blackjack, I love poker. You know, so I was like, that would be kind of neat. And then the pool was really cool. The rooms were super nice. And because they have multiple different revenue streams, the the reviews on it were actually, you know, uh, around room service and all the uh, in-room dining and restaurants and all that was actually still really good. So they were able to retain their employees, which is fantastic. So we said, okay, that's pretty great. You know, and then to make sure that's what we wanted, we said, well, what really matters to us on this trip? If we stay here, you know, did we want to do excursions? It doesn't really have that. Are we more worried about food? Did I want to play golf? You know, and at the end of the day, I was like, ah, I, I can get to a golf course whenever, you know, my wife, she doesn't really play golf and I was just going with her. So I didn't want to like bail on her for a little bit. We didn't care about excursions. We wanted to relax. Food was important. Uh, we wanted to make sure that we had a really nice meal. Well, they had a highly rated um, steakhouse there. So we were like, ooh, so we checked that out, booked it. One of the best 
fillets that I've ever had in my life. Okay. So if you're ever down there, shout out to Council Oak at the Hard Rock. I'm not uh, getting sponsored from them to say that. It was by far the best $55 steak I've ever had in my life. Um, and it's really cool because they had um, uh, they had the shop, butcher shop right there in front of you. So they're showing how they cut the steaks fresh. It, it was fantastic. So anyway, that's um, that was what ended up happening. So we ended up going with this. We This wasn't in our top 20 destinations, but when we started asking about what was important to us and then started looking for a place that met that criteria and met our budget, it totally worked out. We had a ton of fun, a lot of memories, a lot of rest, um, and, and, and no regrets. And we didn't go over budget. Everything was fine. Um, you know, and that was ultimately what made all the difference. We didn't fall into the money trap of spending too much. We were really happy with what we ended up doing. And all it took was, you know, just having to think about things a little differently. So that's the money trap. Like I said, everybody's already doing it this summer. I really see this, you know, kind of hangover from the pandemic, um, you know, continuing throughout the rest of the year where people are just going to spend anything and everything, you know, don't care, throw caution to the wind to get out there and just, just get away, get out of your house, whatever you need to do. I totally get it, but you can still have a ton of fun. You can still enjoy time away and, and, and get, you know, all the adventure or excursions or relaxation or combination of any of that stuff without having to break the bank. You just got to, you know, look at it differently. So anyway, get creative, think different, be smart.